Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. So, um, All Our Yesterdays is going to be released in September. It's your 10th studio record. Uh, How do you know that? I read it. Ah. Uh, although I followed, I think I have most of them at home. Most? So not, no, not all. But not all? Nah, I'm sorry. Why not? Uh, I got in it too late. So too late. I, I missed the first ones. I think. Uh, like, likely story. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, can you tell us something about uh, the common topic that you have in, on this record? Yeah. Do you want to start? You go or? ahead. I'll, I'll, ladies first. Well, the interesting thing is two of our um, two of the songs have already been released on digital download. So that's kind of cool. We've got um, All Our Yesterdays, which is the title track, and The Other Side. So we were doing some promo, prom um, doing those on, on television today. But we do, although I feel like each one of the albums kind of represents where we are right now in time. So we're constantly evolving. Like as musicians, as humans, you can't stay in one place. So we're always learning and um, whether we're traveling or picking up new instruments or new inspirations, new uh, texts and legends of, of different regions. Um, so we're always changing and evolving as, as people and as musicians. But um, our common theme is always to try to look back into another time period, whether it's hundreds of years ago. That's, that's our great escape yeah. is to get away from the stress and the pressures of the modern day world and kind of look through the veil of another time and um, pick and choose what it is that we really love about those those moments from the days gone past. It might not even be reality-based. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a fantasy thing. Yeah. But the visuals and, and the simplicity of that lifetime uh, tends to resonate with us. So it works for us in, in this life as well as in our music. Do you have to get like a motivation in order to do this in, by traveling? Or do you go like, you know, I'll just read and say... You know, well, we, we pretend that we get the motivation and we're kind of moved by the music, but it's basically money. <laughs> and which of we earn nothing, so we're completely wasting our time. I <laughs> we, so have the, we have the odd fan that buys the record <laughs> and then they want to give it back. <laughs> yes, apart from that, everything's fine, you know. Music is music. And... Uh, Having played music for probably over 50 years, I've had enough. Genug. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I read through, you know, a little bit of your biography, um, I've seen you guys a couple of years ago in Burghaus, and you, you do the castles. And oh, the that was you. <laughs> and what, there was five people there, and I recognized him. Mm. No. There were more, I remember. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good too. Thank you. But you had, you. I mean, you guys, you two guys are Blackmore's night. You know, you're yes. the bass. But then you had so many musicians like coming and going. Do you have a stable lineup right now? No, we're not stable ourselves. So, you know, we're gonna. We, the trouble is when it comes to paying them, they always want to be paid. And um, Candice says, you know, I, I, I kind of tend to go. Look, we've got to give them something, some bread or something, somewhere to stay tonight. And she goes, nope. You know. Oh, that's me, is it? Right, I that's see. you. Okay. She's, she's the hard one. See, and when he mentioned the stable, I was wondering the stability part. I was wondering if it was men mentally stable or oh, physically well, stable. We will never have a mentally stable no. group, so no. that's never going to happen. That's part of the audition. Are you mentally unstable? You're in. You're in, exactly. Of course, you know. I mean, this business, is, it's pretty tricky. Staying at castles, five-star castles, and driving in limos and 
flying first class. You it's, haven't it's, been in a limo in 25 years. What are you talking that's about? That's true. It's in the back of a hay I cart. Have not, You're actually. like in a gypsy caravan everywhere. I have we go. not. That's, that's very true. I know. Yeah, I know. So you've noticed. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> We're completely. <laughs> But do you, do you get, when you record, right. do you get this line up together and say, like, you know, this is. You're also the recording artist, not just the live artist. Right. We have some stalwarts in the band. We have who we call Crazy Dave. He's, a, he's an opera singer, and most of the time he plays in a church organ, mm -hmm. but he has a brilliant voice and he has an incredibly sense of humor. And he's, he's a wonderful, gifted musician, and he loves being on the road with us because it's the two months of the year when he can actually be crazy because the rest of the time he's in the church and he has to play for these people and he has to be very... That's true. Lots of decorum and all that stuff. And, uh, and then we have... Yeah, once he gets out of the house, he's completely insane. So yeah. we get to reap the benefits of that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then on violin, we have... The Scarlet Fiddler, naturally. Scarlet Fiddler. Yeah. And Brilliant she's, violinist. She likes, to, um, she likes to get around. And, uh, <laughs> oh, she's going to love that you said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, she's, she's very happily married to a, a swordsman. He actually does fencing for a living. And wonderful fiddler. She's brilliant, very fast. She reads music, and she, so she's great. And she's a wonderful person too, very down to earth. Because when you're on the road, we're staying in places where we all have to be good friends or pretend to be. And uh, <laughs> drinking is important, really. I think, it's except here. for the girls. They, except, well, I mean, she does drink, but uh, <laughs> not that we can mention that. It is very difficult to find the right people to play this type of music yeah. because they all think when they personally hear my name, oh, it's going to be rock and roll. Mm -hmm. And then we play the stuff we do, and they go, well, what the hell is that? You know, and we go, well, They never say that. <laughs> they never say that. No, people ask how we find the musicians in the band. And when we do interviews, it's, it's yeah. an audition process. We get a lot of people that come in, and a lot of people send in their resumes, and we listen. And you have to have the musicianship. But we found it's, it's kind of easy to find someone to play one genre of music. Yeah. You can find great rock music. People. You can find great musicians that play um, gypsy folk music, you know, or like a gypsy violinist. You can find um, <clears throat> people that are really into Renaissance music, a purist Renaissance or medieval mm -hmm. music, um, folk music, like mixing all these things together, exactly. instrumentals, ballads, having the sensitivity to watch everybody so you don't just plow through and just do what you're supposed to do, but just actually watch everybody else and pull back and listening to the silence in between yeah. the notes. That's what's hard to find. And when you find an amazing musician who can play all of these things, then the next step you look for is, okay, are you allowed to leave the house for a month at a time? Because a lot of times they're mm -hmm. tied at home. That's Their right. other halves will not allow them to leave That's right. That's for a long period of time. It's not a long period. It's not a year, but yeah. it's, it's a good solid month. We usually go on the road for like two months a year. Yeah. One month we always come to Germany because mm -hmm. we have to. That's our pilgrimage. And then the rest of it is like usually the eastern coast of America where we live. Mm -hmm. So... Um, We're not asking too much, but at the same time, if you don't employ people all the time, it gets difficult because then they have to come away from their, their other jobs just to work for six or seven weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's tricky. When I was in Rainbow Deep Purple, we were full-time musicians yeah. and um, paid consequently, you know. So it was, it's tricky mm -hmm. having them just for the two months of the year, isn't it? Yeah, but if they can escape for that time period, yeah. then the next question is, are you willing to dress up? In women's clothing. Well, that's your own thing. I don't think... Did you want to say that on air? Well, that's important. Okay, yeah. well, there it is then, folks. It's out there, breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they have to wear these outfits and then they have to have like the long shaggy hair and like, yeah. and that usually leaves us with like one person. That's right. <laughs> so there's not too many and more people to choose to from involved. from that. So <laughs> that's the one that we hire. Yes, it is tricky. It is tricky. Do you have Germans in your band? We have German opening bands. We, you know what? You always have German opening bands. Right. Like uh, that's right. Times. Very true. But, but you don't have any Germans. We've, we've had Germans. Yes, um, we've had, had Albert Dannemann, uh, right. who came along with and us um, for a couple of years, right? Yeah. He was the woodwind player mm-hmm. from Disguise Schwarzerhaufen yep. at the time, so he traveled with us for yes. a couple of years. But to date, we... Not that I know of. They might be hiding out of There might be a few that have sneaked in behind <laughs> our back. Mm-hmm. How did you get to this connection with... The guys from Memmingen. How did it happen? I was in a castle, I think it was Gotzenberg, which is on the way to Heidelberg, Schloss Gotzenberg. And uh, this medieval minstrel bunch came in and they were playing, and that was the Gaia Schwarzerhaufen. I became friendly with them, and it was just the way they played. They had so much flair and excitement, and it, it went really deep into my soul because I've always loved Renaissance music, but I've always kind of basically fooled around with the, the electric guitar. But within the context of my electric guitar playing, I've always had this medieval music in my soul. Since 1972, when I first heard David Monroe and the early music consort of, of London playing music by Tillman Sassato, which I know that you're familiar with. Mm. I caught you out there, didn't I? <laughs> I just made that up. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't. No, yeah. This is. You this, might as well have been here. No, no, this was. <laughs> Wait, that was 1972 when you got That was 1972 when I first. No, that would have when, made me one years old. So clearly, yes. it's not my fault. I was three. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was three. Okay, okay. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, leading your mind. <laughs> you know, although you have like your support bands, you right. always see Blackmore's Night always seems to be its own traveling circus and always. Yes, it, so, circus is you, the operative word. <laughs> have you have you ever considered like or? or have you ever been like part of a tour with like I cannot even think of any name like familiar with me? Florian Silverizing. <laughs> How can you even know this person? Aha! Uh-huh. That is so. We we love we love we love Schlager music. I do because I think it's the German tradition, and I think it's wonderful that Germans keep that tradition. So you, Whereas yeah. American doesn't have any tradition anymore. It's gone hip hop and into another realm of. Uh, Bogmire of, of You're of adding nonsense. a lot of yourself on this interview. I'm pretty impressed. Yes, I am. I, I shall be beaten up as soon as I... Wait till people it. find out that you're wearing stockings and high heels. I know. While yeah. you're talking. And the high heels, yeah. <laughs> the high heels do it. Can we please not talk about Florian Silvais? Although, I mean, you like Shoggy. You don't like Florian Silvais? I love the name. I just love the way it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Florian Silvais. The man is the so name. talented. He's so talented. He can tra- he do a trapeze act and all that stuff, right? And he looks like David Beckham. So, of course, yeah, the women he, love him. He said, I mean, he can even read probably. Yeah? I, mean, I mean, that's mm-hmm. as far as he comes over you know, across on TV. So. Right. And he's married to this Helena Fisher mm-hmm. woman. Who's the like, biggest name in... She's the biggest name in uh, Latvia. Right? <laughs> no. She's, I've heard she's the biggest name here. So Totally. That's great. He's a huge fan. I'm a big fan of... <laughs> believe it or not I'm, not, I'm not being funny, sarcastic. Mm. sarcastic it's like um uh, i find that uh, slugger music is very therapeutic it's very simple why are you leaving the room he's gonna, he's gonna <laughs> throw up in my hands he's gonna throw up <laughs> i do no, I, 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 <laughs> if if i faint. if i lived here i would probably hate it but i don't yeah. so i see it occasionally on my satellite and then i watch it and i'm it, 
It has I think it's no, refreshing for you. It is refreshing. Because living in America, he, he gets so much of, of Rihanna and Beyonce in his oh, face all the God, time. Yes. He, he's got to shut it off. So when he comes here, he gets to see something different. And you wouldn't see stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah. So to, to him, it looks like an it's innocent, tradition. Like I love an innocent it. type of music. Yeah. So I but think you know he what? likes that. Just to be completely honest, yeah. and I'm not lying, when I, when I watched the video for all our yesterdays, okay. yeah. I was reminded a part of the Schlager music. That's and what from we... The, from the 70s, though. We incorporate ah, okay, okay. You're right. You're right. Because I've often spoken to a lot of Germans, mm -hmm. and I've said, I love Germany. And they go, you love the old Germany. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I've gone, actually, they might have a point. <laughs> right. Things are changing and becoming more Americanized here, which I'm not too keen on. Things are changing everywhere. Yeah. You know, the pendulum swings forward yeah, and backwards. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it just mm -hmm. comes, came back with yeah. the inefficient and the like, so... Yeah, yeah, and you don't like Helen uh, Fisher. My parents grew up with rock and roll. They taught right. me rock and roll. And I mean, mm. yeah. rock and roll, and right, right. Chuck Berry and Fats Domino, right, right, what right. have you. Yeah. And so that's I got that from there. And yeah. You know, I took it on. Okay. And that's why I'm working here. And I'm, you know, like, yeah. Just couldn't, couldn't, so you, you didn't get this job through Helen Fisher. <laughs> I, she tried to sleep with me, but she, I couldn't do it. You know? well, of course I not. Like, I mean, oh, she's so ugly, oh, right? Yeah. All this average German. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, she's, she's doing well. And I, I really think Florian Silverizen is a very talented man. I'm still I know there's a silence every time. I, <laughs> I really do. We both do, right? Yes. yes. I, I really do. Because um, our driver drives him sometimes. Okay. And he said he's a very nice guy. And I've seen him do trapeze work on his stage show that is amazing. I've never seen that. I like the name Florian. We actually, when we were naming our kids, Florian came up as one name. Yeah? Yeah. And that lasted about a minute. <laughs> but, you know, but that was my minute, you know. And I said, what about Florian? It was, Candy went, no. But, okay, I like the name. Can I ask you something privately? Sure. Yeah. Is Rory because of Rory Gallagher? Absolutely not. No. Okay. We tend to name our um, children after barmaids, don't we? That, well, okay, yes, tell the story. thank you, that's tell true. But she has a local bar that he likes to hang out at, and every once in a while he comes home and he says, there's a new barmaid there, and her name is, mm -hmm. and this one's name was Rory. Yeah. And so when we were looking for a name for our son, he said, what about Rory? Yeah. So that's a We've never idea, thought but we can never before. tell him that he's named yeah, after yeah. a bartender down the no, road. But, I mean, it's a great name. It's not just the barmaid. It's the fact that Rory does have a ring to it. And, and when I heard that her name was Rory, it was mm -hmm. her, and it was like, you know, we've never thought of Rory. But it means the Red King, and yeah. it's like, you know, it's Red a powerful King. name. Because originally we were going to go for Django, from Django Reinhardt. Django Reinhardt, that's right. right. We thought Django of that. Right. Yeah. And D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. Which I love. That's All these French funny. names, you know. Yeah, so uh, we yeah. wound up with Rory. <laughs> and Autumn. Yeah, that's right. And Autumn. Autumn was Autumn yeah, another barmaid that we met. <laughs> and we had this short list, and Autumn was one of the names. Right. Yeah. And then... Uh, we were talking to this girl, and we said, what's your name? She said, well, my name's Autumn. We had, That's it. What a great Autumn. name. That was it, yeah. So Florian went out the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he went out the window on a trapeze, and it yes. was very... <laughs> <laughs> very stylish. Very stylish. And you know what? I'm just going to let you guys talk and leave and go for a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, perfect. We, we I wish you would. I mean, no, no, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> Seriously, are you getting up your own? You had a radio yeah. show. You this, can have, yeah. you know, be part of it. This is yeah. how we are on stage. She too, used you know? to have her own radio show. I know, I know, well, I know. Got to start somewhere, so you can, right? 
know. You can you can do all the I waffle. Probably go go to my grave doing this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> starting summer, it's ending summer. I didn't I didn't realize that Florian was going to upset you so much. You know. Yeah, look what uh, you did to him yeah. between that and the okay. fish. I was just it was the surprise fact, the impact of the the, the, the uber ration, right? Yes, mm. yes, it's like yes, a punch right to the gut. How could you do that to this nice guy? I I, I was yeah. I was just testing him. Yeah. Funny thing is. <laughs> You're on promotion tour now. They're yeah, not on promotion yeah. right now, but you're going yeah. to play shows. Yeah. You're yeah. without the kids. Yes. They're here. No, we're the kids. They're here. Oh, they're here. I'm sorry. I just they're here somewhere. We just, have, we just have to find them. <laughs> where did you leave them? <laughs> it was a supermarket. We ah, went I knew to, we forgot something. And we gave them some food. And we said, now go and run, you know, do your thing. And yeah. we'll be back. They didn't come back. A couple back. days. Yeah. yeah. We'll find them eventually. Yeah, That's what we usually do is we leave the house, put down some food, you know. They're like homing pigeons, really. They just circle around. No, we have, um, <laughs> we have our little nannies and people like that. And uh, they're back at the castle now. We're mm. staying in a castle outside of Munich. Right. Can't, I can't say the word Eggersberg, but it's, um, <laughs> it's oh not. Um, oh, did I say the word? Oh, of course. All right. I meant to say Florian. Eggersberg <laughs> um, uh, is what a great castle. It's all right. It's fortified. Nobody can get in or out. Really? Yeah. Yes. And we'll be gone tomorrow. So it's all right. <laughs> Thank yeah, we you. will. We'll so, I was about to ask you if this is your holiday mm. for away from the kids a little bit to relax and have fun yeah. together. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, so no. They come no, they come with us. So. Yeah. Well, we come for like a week prior so we can get yeah. used to the time change yeah, and, and do a couple of shows yeah. and then they fly over and they're amazing. They're great travelers. Yep. They, they make friends immediately with usually the bellmen. Yeah. come and like wheel them on their carts so they yeah, yeah. <laughs> get all over the place and they're always making friends with people yeah. so um, they come up on the shows they dance yeah. on stage you would think that oh, this wall of sound and, and all of these a couple of thousand people out there and the lights flashing would scare a three year old mm. or a five year old yeah. but they've been coming on since they were one yeah. both of them so now the hardest thing is actually to get them off the stage mm-hmm. and it winds up with both of us trying to chase them around and capture oh, yeah, them and go, okay, you did your moments, now it's time it's for you fun. to go. So, but they love it, they love it. Okay, Candice, enough of this gay banter. Tell us about your new record <laughs> with Florian. At which, uh, Florian was guesting on the it. The duet? The duet, yes. The Florian duet, oh. is that what going on? I gotta ask you questions like once in a while, you know, just mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, <laughs> just jump right in. Yes. There. You know, we're just talking about like you look back at different time ages and you you gather or, or draw things out of it. But it, does age matter to you? Does age matter to you now? I mean, it's it's. What are what are you implying? <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm seventy. Just turn seventy. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. You're on the lighter side of 70. Yes, I'm on the lighter side of 45. I remember when I was 45 30. a long time ago. You know? But uh, I met you when I was but 45. He said when he, when he gets to 50, he starts counting backwards. That's how that yeah. works. So it is. <laughs> I do feel a little bit strange at 70, every now and again, walking up the stairs or being on stage. I usually sit down sometimes because the back, the back starts going, you know, and uh, I sit down. And don't get back up. That's right. We need help but, to get back um, up or pulling them, get a couple of cranes. It's a frame of mind, basically. <laughs> I keep Candy old and she keeps me young. Yeah, you know, we meet so. somewhere in the middle. She's aged a lot since I've known her. That's for sure. But, you know, that's to be expected because I love Florian. You know? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, the weirdest thing is when I met Richie, I was 18 and he yeah. was 44. And this year I just, I, tur- I just turned 44 and I went, oh, my, you were 64 again. <laughs> Like perpetually? No, really. I mean, it's 
it just goes to show. Can you imagine when I was 20 and I was thinking of somebody who was 70? I'm going, got to be nuts. But if you dress up in a minstrel's outfit like I do, well, clearly. and you go, he's clearly nuts and it's eccentric <laughs> and <laughs> it should be put away. You know? yeah, yeah, it's nice that you're not hiding anything, I think. You not know, hiding a lot. No. Well, right. <laughs> it's hard to hide things in leggings like that. <laughs> yes. Not too many 70 year olds will be wearing no, tights and things. Definitely you know? not. I see you're not wearing any tights. I'm not 70 yet. (laughs) Give him some time. You will. You're (laughs) 70. (laughs) You're strangely comfortable, though. (laughs) (laughs) I would say. It's hot out there. It is hot. You know what? I am no hotter here than when we're in the castle. We're laying there in bed. God, it's hot. I'm cooler in this outfit than I am when I'm laying there naked. We're going around now in Germany going, "Does does any place have any air conditioning? Yeah. Some do, some don't. Some this yeah. is some don't. I mean, yeah, because you hear a lot. Well, a lot of a lot yeah. of the people will tell us. Well, this is exceptional. This, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. get it doesn't get this hot in Germany. No, like no, just this step is, outside. It's really hot. It's the hottest <laughs> no. day in history, isn't it? It's, it's, one it's of the, the hottest. Ju- it was the hottest June in history. It's going to be the hottest July in history. Wow. Yeah. But you guys are living in Long Island. You should be used to hot summers. Yeah, hot, but, but not this hot. We're on the water though, so you get. We're on the water. Yeah, on the water. And but we had the snowiest winter. And it was wonderful because we have our own studio within the house. Mm-hmm. And instead of going out and just getting drunk, we said, well, it's another snowy day. We can't get out. You know, the snow was six feet high. So we went, let's do another track. Mm-hmm. Consequently, we came up with some good tracks on snowy days. Yeah. You were gone somewhere. I don't even know where you were. Oh, I went to Aruba. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you were in Aruba. Yeah. <laughs> You Just when you were doing your instrumentals, though, because you need your, your I, I don't like going space. on holidays. I, I hate ulabs yeah. and all that stuff. Well, this yeah. is your holiday. He comes here. He this works. Is my he holiday. takes five days off. Yeah. I love to just again. travel through Germany, yeah. go through the castles. Absolutely. It's just, I, I have an affinity. Do you, do you still have a special connection to Germany? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 love, I love Germany. I, I just think it's so well organized. It's such a wonderful place. That's a great thing that we get so much inspiration going back mm. to the music yeah. from not just, I mean, it's the architecture of the German castles. Architecture is wonderful. It's the soil, it's the Fast legends. I, I love going through um, like different areas of the world and, and finding the, the legends and the myths of each individual region and being able to work those mm-hmm. into the texts of the lyrics that we, yeah. that we come up with. So we've written songs about um, like Lorelai here or yeah. Pied yeah. Piper of, of Hamelin or yeah. um, Ben Ten from Japan. Hamelin, isn't it? Hamlin. It's Hamelin. Oh, thank you. Yeah. They say Hamelin for some reason. They're often finger from Hamelin. Yeah. Okay, so, well, there you go. That was on the first. Actually, that one, well, you know, we're in a rock station, so that was the first, the, on the first album, which I know you said yeah. you missed the yeah. couple of first ones, but yeah. um, Ian Anderson did the, the flute mm-hmm. solo on that, so, and he was, he's yeah. a genius. Probably. He obviously had a snowy day where he was living I guess so <laughs> couldn't get out and he did something he's a great guy Ian he, he's too educated for his own good though let's face it he uses all these long words like cat <laughs> <laughs> Ian is a genius mm-hmm. Ian Anderson Jethro Tull I mean that music is just fantastic but I think he's got a little bit too clever so gone over the people's heads a little bit too much but he's kind of the original rock and roll minstrel Absolutely. Yeah, right? When I saw him in 74, I wanted those tights. And I have them. <laughs> That's it. And he said that I can't get them to him to be washed. So I, now I have to find somebody else to wash my tights. Why are you looking at me when you say that? I don't know. <laughs> but um, Ian's a wonderful guy. I just, I wish he was bigger in his own right. He should go down as a genius. There should be a, a statue, a Denkmal. It's kind of probably just yeah. kind of Frank Zappa. Yeah. 
level you have on the other side. But mm -hmm. you know, I think I think the, the weak point came when he split with you know Jeff Botol at the band, and it kind of went separate ways. And then it's right. it's there, it's not there. It's he's yeah. solo. He's such a genius, though. He can't think simply. When I wrote, quote, put smoke on the water, I thought, what can I play that's the simplest, most benign thing I can think of? So I went, duh, duh, duh. Of course, stuff like that takes off to the mass public because they're not musicians, most of them. And to this day now, it's haunting me. It's paying the bills. And I can go and see all the shows by Florian Silverizen. <laughs> but apart from that, I cannot, you know, it's, it's a very simple riff. I actually had um, an interview with someone from CNN and a strange guy. They're quite popular. And um, I won't say his name. It's not Fl Florian. And Richard he said, Quest. how did you come up with that riff? Those four notes. Mm -hmm. that's, that's so wonderful. And I went, well, it's, it's Beethoven's um, fifth backwards. I said, Da 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 dom, da 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 dom. He went, huh? Now I know how you wrote that tune. And I went, yes. And he was very content with that answer. <laughs> and he, he went, and so there's thousands of people are thinking now that I wrote it from Beethoven's Fifth, which is kind of peculiar. <laughs> you wrote it from the fourth. <laughs> the three and a half. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's true. But it's. You have to think simply. The, the Who taught me that when I was growing up. 1964, I loved The Who. My generation, you know, can't explain all that simple stuff. I thought, I'm playing all this jazzy stuff and it's going over people's heads. You have to communicate with people. That's, that's very important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when Purple got together, we started thinking simply, you know, how to play stuff. You know, a couple of notes, you can't give them too much because... The musicians that come to the show, they're in the front row. Mm -hmm. They're not interested in, in singing Smoke on the Water. They want something complicated. But you give them something simple. And, and it's like anything else in life. You've got to keep it simple but good. Simple and good. And it's, it's a lot more difficult than you think of it is to write something that simple that the postman can whistle when he's delivering the letters. But I think you have the perfect marriage of simplicity and complexity in the purple stuff because right. you can't listen to Highway Star and not hear the complexity of the guitar solos. So there it. you go. Yeah. Exactly. That, that was I'll inspired by... I'll that, that was... I'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go have a beer. I'll, I'm going to do this interview. So, you know... <laughs> Highway Star was Look more inspired Look at the anthem of Child in Time. That's a huge piece. You know, that, you can't just say that that... was inspired more by, you know, John and myself. We, 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 we love classical music. Um, mm -hmm. I would start was really Mozart on speed. You know? And Perfect Strangers. And Perfect Strangers. These are not simple. These are not simple pieces. So I'm I wrote that. With you. It was one bar of five four, just to confuse everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you were totally right. You had to concert for group and orchestra. And mm. the, yeah, you know. that's right. Yeah. I um, when we did the group and orchestra, John wrote the whole thing. He wrote he wrote every piece of music for every instrument, and that's unheard of. Amazing. So he's very clever yeah. with that stuff. And we did the, the show at the Albert Hall, and I was given 16 bars of improvisational. So it was like you, you improvise on the key of E, the mm -hmm. 16 bars, then the violins come in. I improvised apparently for 36 bars. <laughs> now the conductor is trying to stop the violinists coming in. Oh, they must have loved and that. of course, all, all violinists hate music anyway. So they're kind of holding their ears, and I'm playing away, and 
I look up and, and he's very confused. You know, the conductor is, he's, he's literally holding the Mac. <laughs> and I didn't even know that I went 36 bars instead of 16. And therein lies a problem. So, of course, they came in, but he held them back. And he only, I didn't even know until he told me later on, he said, I had a hell of a time holding the orchestra back <laughs> when you just went off. And I went, ooh, did I go off? My mum my mom and dad was in the audience, so I was, oh, you know, I was kind of showing off. But you're all feel. That's what, but, I mean, that's what uh, makes again, it great. playing with the orchestra thing, you know, the violins were holding their ears, and that's not particularly inspiring. When you, you're trying to play a solo and you look up and all the violinists have got their fingers in their ears. <laughs> Oh, God, this rock and roll man, you know, who the hell does he think he is? It's very bizarre, because I love classical music, obviously, you know, but um, it's, it would seem that classical people do not love music. They seem to have a chip on their shoulder. And I'm speaking about, you know, just the ones that probably don't do well. I don't know. Obviously, they don't make too much money playing classical music, because it's difficult music. It's It's hard for the the layman in the audience to understand it. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I will shut up. <laughs> but, you know, making money is a, is a good uh, keyword because I had the chance to talk to Julian Page last week in Berlin. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we all have our problems. I know. <laughs> Jim's a good guy. Yeah, but, you know, we were talking primarily about the re-releases of all the Let's Have Records. Uh, yeah. Re, you know, yeah. The redid and, and, yeah. and remastered. And, then he was so thorough about it, you know, he just yeah. tried to supervise and cover mm. every aspect. That's true. Jim's always been that way. But then, again, I see Rainbow mm-hmm. concert recordings on DVD or CD being released in oh, 2007. Oh, I'm so and sick of it. I'm so do, sick of do it. Do you have any control over No, this? no control. Um, once you sign the work for hire and, and you get your, 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 your royalties, you cannot say stop. I wish they would stop. I cannot believe they keep putting it out. They keep putting it under a, a pink bag and then it's a, a grey bag and, it, and it's just non-stop. It's the same with purple, the same mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But Pagey, you know, great guy. I met him first in 1962 and we came from the same area. I couldn't believe it. You know, we're same age. We both grew up together doing the same things. And um, he was in a band called Neil Christian and the Crusaders playing a Gretsch guitar. I knew then that he was going to be somebody mm-hmm. because not only was he a great guitar player, he knew how to completely control a situation. He was a producer. And I did a session with Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page was producing. And it's the way he controlled the whole situation. It was like, this man's not a guitar player. He's a producer as well. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, I'm, I'm so glad that he made it mm-hmm. you know, because he, he deserved it. You know, he, was, he had ill health in the beginning. Back in 63, 64, 65, every time he got into the van to go off with Neil Christian and the Crusaders, that was the band, he would faint because he had a lung problem, I think, at the time. Hmm. So they had to kind of go back to his house, drop him off and pick up another guitar player. And that's when Jimmy Evans came into the picture, the drummer. But um, great guy, Hmm. very nice guy. And I'm so glad he made it. I think the hardest thing for you, though, was the fact that when they would do the remasters and reissues and mm-hmm. 30th, 40th, 50th anniversary clubs, yeah. each one of those albums, when they put them out, they don't tell them they put them out. And then they, we found out from a fan that they were using yeah. um, previously unreleased solos of Richie's. Oh, 
And he had no idea. As you can imagine, I mean, there's a reason that originally when you put a solo down in Mm -hmm. 71, 72, whenever it is, you put that down, you feel that's that's part of your work and you're proud of it and it's out there and everybody knows it like that. There's reasons things stay on the cutting room floor, and, you, and you're not proud of those other other you know solos. Yeah, I could shoot I myself now. Imagine that. Very you know, angry. You know why? And not even finding out from the people, finding out from a fan. Yeah. Oh, I'm not so crazy about that I other was, solo. He was like, what? I was incensed. He do lost you, do it. Do you know which version, which which version of Made in Japan I brought for you to sign? I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <gasps> no, I, I, thought, I thought you would get royalties for all this. Oh, I, oh, I do. I do. I get okay. royalties. Of you course. Still I do get down. royalties. Okay. Absolutely. I get royalties. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's just they keep releasing stuff. I, I don't think it's fair. I don't know why Deep Purple and Rainbow has released more than, say, someone like Pink Floyd or Beatles or whomever. Mm. That's a good question. Yeah. You know, it really bothers me that. And I think that people, the fans are being ripped off. It's just in a different package. Rich is funny because he's totally like principle based. And if he mm. feels that the fans are getting ripped off for any way, he gets very angry about mm. it. But, so. but here's the fun fact. I like Rainbow Life in Munich. Mm-hmm. I heard it. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. It's great. Yeah. I'd, been in, I'd been in prison for four days before that <laughs> in Austria. I'd, um, what happened was um, we were playing the, uh, the I, don't, I can't even remember the place, and it was like 7,000 people. And this poor little girl came up to the stage and she passed up a note on stage, you know, because she was a fan. And I thought, oh, that's very nice. And all of a sudden I see this truncheon come out from the head security guy, hit her over the head. I'm like, what the hell was that? So I naturally, my, my temper came out. So I went up to him and I, my boot met his jaw. And apparently I broke his underkeeper, you know, which sometimes can happen, you know. And then all the police, you wouldn't believe all the police, the, the whole police force of Vienna came out to get me. So they tried to get me out by putting me in a flight case. They said, mm-hmm. Cozy's playing a drum solo thinking, what's going on? When's the band coming back? I was being hidden in a flight case, being pushed out the back to get into the lorry to get the hell out of the country because there was 300 police after me with dogs. So uh, I got as far as the front gate, got past a few police. Mm-hmm. I, I'm now being pushed and I have a tiny little hole. So I don't know what's really happening in the flight case. And because um, I just didn't think it was fair to hit some poor little girl in the head just because oh. they could. Mm-mm. And uh, that upset apparently the security and the police in, in, in uh, Vienna. I got as far as the, um, the first gate, got past the first police lot. And then in the second lot, a couple of uh, plain clothes police came out of the bushes dressed as hippies, long hair. They said, open up that box, the flight case. So they opened it up and I sprang out like a jack in the box. <laughs> there was all the fans there and it was so embarrassing. You know? And of course, they took me away. And it was interesting. It curbed my temper because... Up until then, I had a bit of a temper. I was in that prison for four days and nights, and it was not very nice. When you when you kind of sleep on the floor and they come in and they kick you, Aufstein, you know, and bang, it was it was very bizarre, you know. And I was in with one guy, and he was a fan, thank goodness, you know. And he said, "Can I have your autograph?" And I went, oh, "Okay, yeah, great." I said, "What are you in for?" He said, "Oh, I stabbed a guy." And I went, "Oh, well, oh that's great." And I said. Well, how many years did you get? He said, I've got eight years. I said, well, that's a lot. He said, oh, no, I stabbed two people. 
And I went, so this guy goes around <laughs> stabbing people. Well, and I'm in the, <laughs> yes. So I'm in now in Vienna with the, the guy stabbing people. And I'm like, um, now I know where, now I know what hell is. <laughs> I was sleeping on the floor and uh, it, they didn't really give you any food. And what they gave you, they tampered with, you know, without going into great detail. I couldn't eat that. So, hey. Then I went straight from there after four days to the Munich um, show. I didn't even know what world I was in. You know, I hadn't slept. I was just so happy to be out of, you know. Went back to Vienna about eight years later. I paid, I think it was $10,000 to get out of that particular mm-hmm. situation. At first, they wouldn't accept any money. It was, it was out of the question. I went back. Then they gave me the key to the city. I was an honorary citizen. <laughs> And I went, oh, great. And we play soccer, you know. So that's what you got to do to get the key of a city. Yeah, you okay. got to kick someone in the, <laughs> right. and, and break their auntie key for you. wait eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. So, what a dysfunction of people. Anyway. <laughs> so you don't like the uh, Viennese people? I, I grew up uh, directly at the Austrian border. I'm, I'm German, but I'm lower Bavarian, so I'm close to Passau. Okay. Oh, Passau. Oh, yeah, you're right, of course, where the rivers meet. Right? And, uh, and, and there's a castle there. Yeah. And there's, on the other side of my city is Braunau. This is where Adolf right. Hitler was. Well, that's why it's so famous. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah. But so we're on the other side of the river. Yeah. And that's where I grew up. So many people uh-huh. think I'm Austrian because I talk almost like Austrian. So uh-huh. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. You, know, you don't have that Florian... Silverizing kind of <laughs> flow. He's from this area. Ah, there you go. I knew there was. A good, I knew. I knew you didn't like him for a reason. No. There you go. Oh uh, God. Uh, I gotta ask you this. Yes. Rumor has it you're gonna be playing some special shows next year. That's right. In June, I'm putting together probably a hard rock band. And um, there'll be some famous names in the band, and there'll be some unfamous names in the band. Please and don't say Florian <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, yeah, Florian Silverizer will be, will be, no, he'll be front in the band, and he's promised to do Smoke on the Water and Highway Star. And he's going to be doing the I'm trapeze trying. at the same time. No. But I'd it's, be willing um, to bet Florian It's just something I thought was time. You know. Studio. I, I love what I'm doing. And we've been doing it 20 years. Mm-hmm. And she is a wonderful person to work with. She's so easy, you know. I mean, just kind of, you play something and it materializes into a great song. Not necessarily a hard rock song, but it's, it, it's just great. The whole project, I love. I can do it at home. I can be with the cats. And, and, and things like that are important to be, sometimes we go in a studio with Purple and I'd be far away and I'd worry who was looking after the animals and blah, blah, blah. But um, the thing is, um, in June, we're thinking of probably doing four or five dates of hard rock stuff. Because if I don't do it soon, I never will, you know. So, mm-hmm. and, um, Which is funny, because do you want to? Yes, okay. absolutely. Because <coughs> I've been away from, from it for 20 years. And now I think I'd like to do it. But at the same time, in September, I want to come back with Blackmore's Night and do our, our usual. I love what we're doing, you know. But at the same time, I, I still want to play for the fans some of the old stuff, you know, Perfect Strangers, and it'll be 16th century Greensleeves. And the vocalist at the moment that I'm thinking about is not someone that's known. Okay. But he has one hell of a voice. Okay. And um, it's not Florian Silverizen. Are you 
actually coming to Germany with the shows? Yes, uh, of course. I, I wouldn't do it if we, we weren't coming here. You know. <laughs> Good, because it's going to be <laughs> we're, we're thinking of like festivals, but um, same time, you know, festivals are festivals. But um, I just want to do like four or five shows. Mm-hmm. And I think that might materialize in a few more. Candice will be right with me, so it's not like we're away and the kids will be there running on stage. Oh, really? Going, <laughs> That's news. Yeah, of course. Going, Smoke and water. They'll be there. Okay. But I just, um, I feel that I'll be 71 then, and I feel that I want to kind of give something back to the fans and receive lots of money for it. I mean, no, no, I mean, um, I mean, of course I'm doing it for, you yeah. I could pay you in beer there's, and you'd be happy. Also, you know, when you go and play festivals, yeah. you actually realize that there's a, a totally different generation. Out there. I know. Yeah. That's what worried me. That concerned yeah. me. Like, of ambition good. angst. No, this is good. Um, but at the same time, they're into death metal. Now, we play hard rock, melodic metal. Now, that concerns me a little bit. I've said yeah. to the promoters... Be, be careful, don't put us on with too many people that are in a mash pit and throwing themselves <laughs> off into the audience. You know, if I go into the audience, I won't come back. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'll be gone. <laughs> and, um, but I just think it's time to do something. You know, arthritis is creeping in. You know, see that? Mm. What do you think of that? Oh, I see that. Yes, my finger is slightly swollen. <laughs> Slightly. Just, just slightly. Yes, and I have to get things fixed because certain movements of the hand bother me. Oh. Yes, and uh, this what happens when you get 70. But you can still drink, that's the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> what can we expect from the shows that are going to be, you're going to be in Munich next week? Mm-hmm. 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 Have you ever played this, this, this place? We have. We had a roadie that fell through the stage. Oh, God. Mr. Klutz. <laughs> Could you explain that, Candy? No, that's all you. Okay, we used to have this roadie that could not take more than two or three steps, and he would fall over. So it was a bit like Dick and Dorf, as you would call it. <laughs> you know? Lauren Hardy. Yeah, yeah, Lauren Hardy, but he was the big one. And, and we were playing this very quiet number in, the, in that, that theatre. And you could hear a pin drop, and all of a sudden, crash, bang, crash. And he'd fallen down the steps. Mm-hmm. He'd fallen through the wall yeah. of the dressing room. Yeah. And it was, it was very funny. I mean, I thought it was funny. We're kind of interested. The audience was not amused. We know. want to go back there just they to see expecting... if that hole is still there in the yes. wall. Yes. Because he definitely made an impression. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were very lucky to play there. Although I was a little bit apprehensive about playing on a Monday night. Mm. I thought, you know, we shouldn't be playing on a Monday night. Oh, but it's any night we can get. But yeah, okay. Hopefully someone will turn up. I think so. You think so? Oh, yeah, sure. Can you persuade someone to turn up? <laughs> we will. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, you know, I, sometimes I do, I don't like going out on a Monday night because it's, you know, the first day of the week. Of course. Tired, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's hungover from the weekend. You know? But still then, you know, if you want to see somebody, you go. Yeah, yeah, true. But does it matter? True, That's true. true. So what? How? Especially to an o- near Austrian, right? <laughs> Does that bother you that you, you were nearly born in Austria? No. Does it? I mean, do you um, wake up screaming some? <laughs> some... <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm, I'm waking up and like, oh, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> that's up, you know, that's all. That's funny. Exalted. That's funny. <laughs> but are you going to be rolling in in a flat case? No, uh, I hope not. Oh. No, I hope not. That would be a great yeah. intro, though, wouldn't it? I mean, that would make we'll, a great we'll, film. We'll all roll you in yeah, on the yeah. play case. Yeah, being rolled out was, yeah. was terrifying. I couldn't see anything. 
I just heard all these dogs and people screaming and yelling. Yeah, of course. And all of a sudden, I was exposed. But there's something I got to ask you again about yeah. uh, the shows next year. Yes. Are, uh, <clears throat> are there going to be people playing there that you've played before with? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do you want to tell us about that yet? Mm, no. Okay. Because um, at the moment, it's, it's still a little bit... Um, up in the air, but mostly it's it's fixed. And you have to the, leave the some main, surprises too. I yeah, think. the main thing yeah. is is um, is the singer that I will know in ten days. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uber Ashen. Uber Ashen. Yeah. You, you, you guys German is better than I think it is. I know. Natürlich, ich bin ein Deutscher. Ah, genau. Okay, good. I should hope oh, so. Wow. Hoffentlich, ja. Yeah. I did the last one just. I said, hey, "I'm Richie oh. Blackmore." I hope you don't mind because I didn't know how your German was. That's okay. okay. I can say I'm Richie Blackmore. <laughs> <laughs> People will wonder what happened. Oh my God! I need my glasses. Yeah, where's your glasses? I didn't bring my glasses. Well, you want me to? Maybe we could do, do, do together. Can, so um, what? Yeah. Or yeah, we we'll, we'll, we'll do it. it, we'll do it. I mean, you know what? You say I your name. The English is the hard part. Hi. That's good. You did well. Okay, <laughs> we got a good start. <laughs> We're going to edit this together, oh, word I, by word. I, I think we need like two beers after this. <laughs> okay. It's pretty good. Okay. Can you see it? He can't see. You need your I, glasses. I'm trying to read it because I'm getting a. I can't believe I need my glasses. You need longer arms. Hi, I this think. is. And you are tuned to 100% rock yeah. nonstop. Rock nonstop on, on rock, antenna. rock antenna. Yeah, that's good. She, you got it. She is so so that good you got it. Well. All, all I say is, I'm Richie Blackmore. And then he leaves the rest to me. Yeah. You got to do the German one, though. Yeah, then you oh, have the to German do that one. for sure. All right, so you want to do, should we do the English? Yeah, Ready? What? <laughs> oh, I'll be started. This is perfect. Are we on? Are we on? <laughs> Hello, testing. Are you ready? I'm ready. Right. Hi. This is... Richie Blackmore. And Candace Knight of Blackmore's Night. And you are tuned to 100% rock nonstop on Rock Antenna. Next one. Was that like a DJ voice thing going? Yeah, that was your DJ. <laughs> she used to work for the New York. That was a DJ voice. Right, that's wasn't true. it? Like that? Oh, she does <laughs> that. That's where I met her. Soccer. Well, yeah, good, well, there good. you go. She knows all that stuff. <laughs> I miss it. Time out. Yeah. Sure. You... Were, uh, you had a show at a rock station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were a rock fan. Duran oh, yeah. Duran. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, what is that? <laughs> Stop it. I threw that in because you were singing that last no, night. No, because we were laughing because they were pulling up all the old videos. No, I had to go to bed. Or, yeah, you did. But then, That's but then sure. again, how come that you also had a favor for his music that you're doing now? Weren't you like? Weren't you dreaming of being a rock singer? How you no, no, because I loved music so much that that's why I wanted to become a radio yeah. personality so I could be around music. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to be the one on, on stage, front and center on stage. Oh, that's true. This was my dream. She to never be a radio sang DJ. before I met her. Yeah, yeah. playing yeah. the music and just being yeah. around the music. Yeah, and then he came to town yep. and invited our our um, DJs out for a soccer match, a football match. Yes. And our DJs in America are a little bit different than the DJs here. They're very, um, they, they're very good at pushing Sedate. the faders and eating pizza. But as far yeah. as athletics is concerned, not so much, not so much. So. Of course, if you're, if you're playing American at soccer, you know you're going to win. You know, so. Right. So, well, that's it. And plus, you brought all the Europeans. He I had Italians my, and my Swedes. My team that and, I played with, that yeah. all ringers. 
And there's all my guys yeah. kind of wobbling around, this, just, you know, completely wrecked us. But and, you you and did well. It was 15 nil. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Yeah. That was slightly embarrassing. But had they had, you know what? If they had, they had her playing, she can play. She plays with us all the time. Ironically, I would have been yeah. the goal scorer Absolutely. of my team. You would have got a few in there. But Absolutely. they didn't let me play. But of course they wouldn't because you're a woman. No. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's how we wound up meeting was on a yeah. soccer field uh, when I was working for the radio station. So yeah. that's where it all began. Yep. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Oh, this is, now this has some German words in it. So this is, ah, oh, see so you, can you say that? I, I can't even say it. Yeah. What? Where Frusche. are we? <laughs> my, um, where am my glasses I? glasses are in the bag outside there and that'll take too long. Okay. For Frusche. How do you say it again? Frühstück. It's like the early shift. Frühstück. It's like Frühstück, but they don't eat. <laughs> right. But you got it. You got the food. Definitely so, not yeah, after fruit. 10 a.m. Early, early. Can you say it though? Can no, you say those words? You? Well, if I say. All right. Oh, I see. I see it now. Now I can see it's it. This Hi, this is, and then our names. Okay. And this is the Frühstück with Barney Barnstein. Yeah, Barnstein? Yeah, Barnstein. Okay. But what do I say? Hi? You're going to say Frühstück. Fru- Fru- is that okay? Am I that she way? has a great dialect. No, I don't. I know the words, but she has the, the dialect. Okay, let's see what happens. <laughs> okay. Hi, this is Candace Knight, and this is Richie Blackmore, and you're listening to This is the Prusschicht with Barry Barnsteiner. Barney Barnsteiner. Oh, Barney. I thought it was Barry. <laughs> what the That's hell are we doing brother. here then? That's yeah. Every second Native uh, uh, American that comes in here says Barry. Really? For, for some reason, I don't Funny. understand. Oh, you know Funny. what? Seriously, seriously. I couldn't see that. Yeah, you're doing really well considering you can't okay. see anything. Right. Seriously. And Excellent. now this whole last... Well, you okay. want to do that again or I don't know how that editing is going okay. to... We're going to... Yeah? You can do this again too. You can do editing magic. Let's do it again. You can do the magic trick as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to do the second one again, Okay. Hi, this is Candace Knight. And this is Richie Blackmore, and you're listening to the Frühschicht. With Barney Barnsteiner. <gasps> well done. Thank you. Yes. You too. <laughs> so the last one will be completely yours if you want to hold in German. Ich bin Richie Blackmore, you know that part. Ich bin Richie Blackmore, and see her on 100% rock and non-stop, non-stop alf rock antenna. Can you do that, or you want me to write it like in well, big I letters? I wish I could. Yeah, do you want me to write it in big Seriously, I have a no, sharp. I mean, I understand letter. it. And you're listening to the 100% uh, exactly rotten stuff. The right <laughs> there you go. Ready? Go for it. No, this is you. Me? Okay. Mm-hmm. You sure? That's what it says. Are you holding breath? I don't need glasses. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not yet. Hello, ich bin Richie Blackmore, and see her on 100%. Rock and stop, and rock antenna. Now just say say nonstop. Say nonstop. Oh, I didn't see that. It's okay. Just, just say it now. That. Say nonstop. You know, if it's if can we edit? Can we edit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do I say? Nonstop alf rock antenna. Oh yeah, I, I see that. And then you can piece that, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not thinking. Okay, rock nonstop alf rock antenna. Yeah, genau. I mean, trying to sp- I mean, Super. I speak German a bit, but it's like without glasses. What the hell am I doing? Fantastic. Kind of ruler. 
Your, your manager guy. My man. He showed up like three times already. <laughs> well, that's all right. Yeah, this to me. That's all right. He's keeping us on right. schedule. He, he just wants to meet Florian later on. Well, yeah. Everybody's got their thing. Sit down. Yeah. Sit down? Set's a kin. I got one last question. I lost a, let's a Fraga, right? Since, since, yeah, exactly. Since, since we're a radio station. Yes. What, what, what does radio mean to you? I mean, obviously you worked for radio, but what did radio mean to you? Was it a big part of you growing up? Mm-hmm. Radio means to me, I had a little crystal radio set when I was like 12, 13, <clears throat> and I would go to my bedroom, and under the bedclothes, I would touch myself. I mean, no, I wouldn't. Oh, I would listen to the radio, and I'd be listening to Dwayne Eddy, you know, um, Chuck Berry, Elvis Presley. It was just wonderful, and I would never go to sleep. And my father used to come up, And if he heard me playing the radio, he would knock on the door, come on, go to sleep. But I loved, it was so exciting to listen to those people. Dwayne Eddy was my, my idol. He was a guitar hero, you know, and people like uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, who I, the first time I came to Germany was with Jerry Lee Lewis back in 63 in the Star Club before anybody was born in Hamburg. Nobody, nobody was there because it was too early. You played, you played with Jerry Lewis. In 63, at the uh, Star Club. And then Gene Vincent, 64. Well, does that mean more than Florian Silverizen? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> it's like, it's no. Was Dwayne Eddy the guitar player from Elvis? No, Pun? He wasn't the guitar player from Elvis. Who? Dwayne Eddy. Oh, no, 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 no. 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 Dwayne Eddy had lots of hits. He, his first hit was Rebel Rouser. And then you had the lonely one. You had Cannonball. He was Scotty my Moore. total Moore hero. Scotty, ah, you, Scotty, Moore. Scotty Moore. You're thinking of Scotty Moore, yeah. but um, any of that kind of stuff would be. Um, I, I that was my era of excitement. I I loved that era because to hear Dwayne Eddy playing the, those twangy notes it was fantastic. You know? I'd only been playing the guitar for two years, mm. you know, and uh, I met. Jerry Lee Lewis. It was funny because the agent, Don Arden, who is Sharon Osborne's father. And we used to work for him. And if we ever asked for money, he would hang us out the window and say, you're not having any money. No, he was a very fair man. As long as you didn't cross him. He was a very good man. And um, I think he's since died. And um, we, I was in a band called The Outlaws. We used to dress up as cowboys. I'm always in a band that dresses up. I was in the Savages. We dressed up as Savages. Three And the Outlaws, Cowboys. I was in uh, Three Crusaders. I was in the... Dry Musketeer. The Dry Musketeer. Dressed up as the Three Musketeers. That was back in 64. And every song that we did, I'm digressing now, but every song we did was really fast. Mm -hmm. We used to do Hummelflug, the, the flight of the bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the people were... We used to get complaints from the promoter saying, can you play anything that they will dance to? And we're like, mm, we were playing Yakety Axe, which went, bum up a followed by Fly to the Bumblebee, followed by Having a Gila, followed by everything you can imagine that was fast. <laughs> Naturally, we only, I think we only got four shows. And then after that, we went home because they couldn't dance to it. You know, the Beatles were in and the Beatles were doing their stuff. But playing with Jerry Lee Lewis... We were told by Don, he'll come in the week before and he'll do the rehearsals for a week. 
because I didn't know his songs. Our bass player was a fanatic. He knew everything. And then it was five days, and it was four days, and it was three days. And then it was the day of the show. And he turns up at like three in the afternoon. He walks in, didn't say hello to us, just walked on stage, looked at us like we were just cattle. He went over to the piano, lifted it up, went, this is in C. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And we backed him. (laughs) But the bass player knew every one of his songs. And the bass player, they're all three-chord wonders. So the bass player would always tell me what to play. I go, well, where are we? And he goes, this is in D, this is in F, this is G. And uh, I'd heard from the band that used to back Jerry Lewis, they said, if he doesn't like you, he will come over and he'll punch you. <laughs> and I went, oh, that's, that's great, you know? <laughs> so Jerry Lee leaves the, the piano at this rehearsal in the afternoon. He walks over to me, he goes, playboy. And I went, uh, uh, and I started playing the solo, and I thought, he's going to punch me any moment. <laughs> and then he went, and he liked what I was playing. And to top it off, I played a trill, and I shook hands with him. Ever since then, Jerry Lee and myself have been greatest of friends. He always called me Johnny Cash, because <laughs> my hair was that way, and he said, you're Johnny Cash. I went, oh, whatever you want to call me, I don't know. <laughs> and every time he saw me, he went, it's Johnny Cash. So I said, yeah, Johnny Cash, because I had my hair in a different style. And we got along famously. He likes to drink, and good man, good man, Jerry Lee. And he knows how to get an audience getting crazy. But he had absolutely no rehearsals whatsoever. But he never punched me, and I felt <laughs> good about that. You know? I think I know who's going to punch me now. <laughs> <laughs> I stop this interview. Oh man, I wish yeah. you could. You, you I could have you know, hold that. I would support. Mm. Supply me beer as much as you want. <laughs> of course, carry on, carry on. I've got one last thing before carry we go. On. That's important. Yes. yes, that we didn't touch on yet. So um, absolutely. Be- besides the tour here, yes. and the shows that we're doing, and besides all our yesterdays being released in September, yes. Richie's got a documentary that's coming out that mm-hmm. includes all his stories going way back, including. Jerry Lee Lewis, everything starting from day one up and through Rainbow, yeah. through Purple, through all the stuff. And, and it's just going to be amazing because he's never done that before. People have talked mm. about him, yeah. but he's never sat and like told all the stories before. And that's we've true. got some great names that are going to be on that documentary. And that's yeah. coming out um, probably the end of September, October. It is. I thought it was time so, to yeah. kind of tell, tell a your few story, sides of my stories. You know? That's really good. Yeah. yeah. But I have so many stories. People say, why don't you write a book? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's private stuff. There's some amazing stories on Some of stories it is not complimentary to certain stars, so you don't want to get into all that. You know? The very last question of this evening, unfortunately, did it take her to tame you? Uh, yes, in a way. She's Sorry, not, that's that's she's okay, not it's interesting. Me. I want to hear this answer. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I just realized what love was. We knew each other right from the beginning, and we were like friends. Yeah. We were confiding in each other. And there was no kind of naughtiness involved. You know? And um, But she taught me so many things and listened to my stories, and I was listening to her, and she was so empathetic. It was wonderful. You know? And, of course, we got, grew closer and closer. She doesn't look halfway bad either, you know. 
<laughs> what did Ian Anderson say? Do you remember when we first, yes, when we first met Ian together? Yes, Ian Anderson said to Candice. What did he say? He said, you've made, I mean, you said, what, what did he say? Um, he you've, said, you've made a pussycat out of Richard. And I right. could not believe that he that's said true. that. I don't uh, think that's a be true. I don't know what he meant by that, but, uh, but it's, it's true. So he didn't say, get him off the alcohol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he did not. No, no I think he, he was... No, she's very tolerant. He said, prost. <laughs> Cheers, <Yeah>. Dom. <laughs> she's a very interesting, wonderful woman to be around. She's very quiet most of the time, too. That in itself is, is brilliant. You know. A woman that's quiet. Yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. My and this in Rurik. Sometimes mm-hmm. I halfway don't even understand what mm-hmm. she's saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just nod and smile. My in-laws... I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. They don't even know what I work for. It's Wait a minute. Still. My in-laws travel with us. No. Yes. You're kidding. Yes, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's impossible to tame Richie Blackmore. That's what I think. Ah, that's I, what I've I think. always been the same miserable bastard. That'll always well, be. Well, that's true. Like, that is true. I think you're more I'm content I'm not a happy now. man, you know, because no, I'm not. like, you know. But you found Where are we going, you know? No, but you always say happiness is fleeting, but that you're content now. And I think that's a huge True. telling content comment. Content inside. You know. Yeah, that's huge. I'm not a, a big fan of people that smile and are happy because I'm thinking there's so much misery in the world, it can't help but pull you down sometimes. Well, smiling's my job. That's what oh, I yeah. do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Leave it to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's a lot of misery in the world. Yeah. And it's hard to be, when someone's like, aren't you happy? Happy about what? I mean, yeah, I'm in a great position, but that doesn't make the other guy in a, a good position. I feel, I feel for everybody. That's my problem. Sounds very sanctimonious, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it was a quite serious last word. Yeah. It was. Yes. Lighten it up. Say something fun. Okay. Um, uh, Lorian Silberizen. Lorian Silberizen will be appearing... In the um, now, tell us the truth. In every interview you've done, is that the most amount of times Florian Silverizen's name has been mentioned in this room? I've never heard it. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> there you go. So we broke some kind of you record here today. I, I always like a great entertainer. He's a great entertainer. The man just exudes this. Happiness. Calm down. Look at look just, how excited just, he gets. Just so you know, my, when I turned forty. Yeah. My friends gave me a T-shirt with a photo, with a picture of Lauren Silverizen, <laughs> which said "fuck metal." Oh my! And I, I wore it to metal festivals just to get, you know. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. But there were some people who were about to 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 punch me. I'm sure. A lot of Americans didn't know Lauren Silverizen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean, fuck metal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but that's how insulting. This name that's is weird. To me. I, that, that's so strange. You know. Where to whack? Because he is talented. He's, 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 I think privately he's, he's a fun guy. Yeah. I could sense that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I see him on TV, it's over. So the next he's put you- in a box, right? He's put in a box. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, it's got to be that way to that audience. Yeah. And gonna we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna transform you into a silver yeah. rising. I, I think the next interview we do, next time we come back, we'll mm-hmm. just discuss Hansi Hinterseer. Hansi Hinterseer is the next one. <laughs> Okay. Oh, security! Hey, somebody wants to leave. Hansy, <laughs> we love Hansy. <laughs> no, we have flags. <laughs> buttons and posters. Buttons and posters. Sasha's <laughs> just banging at the door. Is there both rich? Yes. Rich oh, beyond my dreams. Okay. <laughs> uh, He's gonna keep his eyes. Yes. Hansy Hinderson. I've forgotten about him. 
Let me talk it about does, it. Does, it does. <laughs> That's the next time. Yes. That's part two in continuation yeah, yeah. for the next interview. Yeah, you guys be back. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to give you our own radio show. You can do whatever you want. Absolutely. Yeah, Thank, you. Fun. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You guys are going to get paid, though. Okay. In beer. We don't. In beer. That's in beer. Yeah, that's what we need. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.